This is Zane Lamprey. In today's show, I welcome the Kings of Pain over to the house. They have a new History Channel show where they get stung and bitten for your pleasure. It's an amazing interview that you don't want to miss. And in the neighborhood, I'm, of course, joined by Mel and Steve, and we talk about, well, Mel not liking the early Christmas present I got her. More on that after the interview. And I announced my Southwest Brewery Tour, where you can come have a beer with me. And this just in, beer is good for you. And in this episode, we have the report. It's all here in the Zane Lamprey Show. Adventure. We make innovative apparel. Our jackets all convert into travel pillows. Our backpacks have coolers in them. Visit adventure.com and get 10% off with coupon code PODCAST10. Adventure, where the first E is a three because we plant three trees with every product sold. That's ADV3NTURE.com. Travel, explore, live. Adventure.com. All right, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to our new producer, Dorian. Dorian, you can say hi. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Well, you know, it's just well, hi. Sounds, just hi. Let's, sounds right, so much right. better than let's, us already. Let's, <laughs> e- let's just ease him into it. Um, all right, and so, of course, we have Mel and, and, and Steve. Um, I, if, oh, yeah, hey, Steve, great. So a few quick little uh, announcements. I'm going to be at Fog Belt Brewing in Santa Rosa for the launch of our uh, Adventure Collaboration Beer on December 14th. That's in real time, that's that's very soon. We're making a redwood lager, which is made with fresh foraged redwood tips. Fun. Yeah. And we went out foraging them and we're gonna make foraging a video. Foraging them? Foraging yeah, for-, for them? You find you find yeah. dropped ones. Oh, you find okay. dropped just, tips. Just collecting them? Yeah, collecting. Yeah, sure, sure. For Steve, it'd be just collecting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and then another pretty cool thing. I know this is a very cool, very cool thing is I'm doing a brewery tour next week, um, starting on the 16th. That's Monday. That's, do you this go Monday. straight from Santa Rosa. I come home. I have you do my laundry, and then I then I then I, I, <sighs> I get the hell out of here. Typical. No, why don't you go with it? <laughs> because have I cats. have too many fosters right now. And just and she just took another one. Better with a little bit of Mel in it. Thank you. I appreciate that, Steve. We're going to cover this after the interview. We're going to get deep into what I call the neighborhood, where we're going to talk about some important things. Very important things. Very important things. Yeah. (laughs) Dorian did some research on something that was bothering me. (laughs) Okay. And and then you did, right? You you found the Yes, I did. You found the information. So yeah, so so we're good. Um, and so uh another quick okay, so here here are the dates, by the way. And I don't have the breweries yet, but we'll have them soon. So just follow me. Go to my social media, you'll find them. Salt Lake City on the 16th, mm-hmm. on the 17th, Denver, Colorado. Uh, the next day, I guess that would be the 18th. That's Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 19th, Phoenix. And then the 20th, uh, I'll be in Las Vegas. And here's the thing. We were going through like the, the price of flights and trying to just, you know, you find the best flights. Mm-hmm. And it was like 149 but you could you could maybe like spend like 179 We're just trying to figure out like, you know, basically the, the flight in, the flight from Phoenix to Vegas. And I didn't want to have too much time in Vegas because Joe, who's our social media guy, he's going with us. Mm-hmm. He's a young, he's a young guy. A young he's, buck. He's, he's a young all buck. Excited he's all excited. Vegas. He's all excited about Vegas. And you're like, I better get out of here. No. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm like, dude, if we take the nine o'clock in mm-hmm. from Phoenix, we'll get there at nine 30. And what are we going to do? Waiting. He's like, we'll just hit the table. So I'm like, okay, see, that's the whole point. <laughs> We're trying to save money <laughs> on our flight, 20 yeah. bucks. And you want to just go and throw, throw money like away at the table. Couple hundred well, dollars who knows? Away? We might win. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're locking down the brewery, so we'll have those, that information soon. Some quick news. I have some news, news items. Uh, last week we kind of hit it heavy. Yeah, you did. We did. And and I want to keep it light. So the news items are just like 
fun stuff that's happening, stuff that I find entertaining. And this is, I, I think, very entertaining because, again, I want your opinion on it. I got some information. We're going to move on. But it's uh, uh, an American Airlines passenger was forced to remove her T-shirt huh? or they were going to. So either she had to remove the T-shirt because uh-huh. it had something written on it or um, she'd have to remove herself from the plane. The T-shirt said, Hail Satan. So it just said, like one of those athletic shirts, it says Hail Satan across the top yeah, and then yeah. where it would say XXL or whatever, you know, okay. it said 666, oh, okay. whatever. And, and Jeez, a little so, dark. but well, but I, I, it was like, it's a little dark, but that could be her religion for all we know. And so she's allowed to wear a shirt with her religion. on. That, it. So that's a really good point. So she was saying she's wearing it ironically, mm-hmm. like it's not a big deal. And they're like, oh, okay. Then she did actually have to switch uh, her shirt. Um, but when questioned, she said, no, I'm not a Satan worshiper. That's crazy. I do belong to the satanic tape temple. Sorry. <laughs> I do belong to the satanic temple, which is a non-theistic and non-Satan worshiping religious organization. What? Why the? don't you, why don't you worship Doesn't Satan at the sense. Satan temple? I don't know. What do they do? If I had a mill temple, I'd assume people were worshiping me and cats. <laughs> Said, I mean, if you worship Satan, is that really a religion? Yeah. I mean, of course so. Of course, of course, it would be. What else would it be? No, no, if you're it, worshiping, it's, sell it, it's more like worshiping Steve, the lack of religion. I could be worshiping this beer that I'm drinking right now, and it it would be a religion. I could get tax exempt as well. What is this? Something uh, I should be wait, doing? What is this? Something I should do? <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, I feel uh, like you're offending people. I don't really care, yeah. Steve. You're 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 on the podcast. I'm surprised which, that she got stopped for that. That's not a. That's not even. An, it's a I little would never weird. Even consider that one. It's a little weird. There was a woman. I thought that, you were going to uh, say like her shirt said, "I'm going to bomb this plane." Right. Um, all right. So another thing. This is this Mel. You'll have something to say about this. Disney World has in Florida has a seven day pass. Oh really? They j- yes Sorry. yes. That's not that's not the news. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the news is is that they just announced that their fourteen day pass. 14-day ticket is the same price as their seven-day ticket. It's like a special they're running. Like okay. my, my question is this. It's like two for one. Great. Not really. That's not what what are you doing at what are you doing at Disney that you're there for 14 days? And so I think Dorian had line. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dorian had mentioned that like he knows some people that live near there mm-hmm. and they like sometimes just go there by themselves just to like walk around. Yeah. That's fine. For uh-huh. that, you get a season pass. Right, yeah, yeah. But but for this, but you're you're why a visitor. A Fourteen day. I don't know unless there's like conventions that come into town. Big deal. That are like people, you know, people that set up conventions. They go in there and it's like they're there doing build outs and stuff. So they're there for like three weeks. Maybe it's for those mm. people. I have, a, I have a theory. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. I want to. I want to hear this. Theory. Go ahead, Steve. Well, what better way to boost seven day ticket sales than to offer fourteen days for the price of seven? Maybe it's just so armchair, maybe even if they only up. stay eight days. That's that's the that's the catch right there. Because what if someone's going there for eight days? So then they can go there for eight days. Or if they're going there, you're right. Like they're going there for like two week vacation to Orlando and they want to just go there a few times or something like that. I don't know. I think, I think it's a lot. You know what we should do is we should try it. Try it Mm -hmm. and see what we end up doing. And see, and then we can analyze every aspect of it. Do you think that if you lived nearby, like Mm -hmm. let's say 10 minutes from, from one of those places. I love this game. Okay. Do you think that you would like. Yes. Okay. Go all the time. I would. Say like so if we lived near nearby mm-hmm. and we had a year pass mm-hmm. I, and it was like a weekend rolled around. By the way, most passes don't get you in on a weekend. Mm-hmm. But if I had that fancy expensive pass that mm-hmm. got me in on a weekend, I would definitely be like, "Babe, let's go get coffee at Starbucks at Disneyland." Are you talking to me? Yeah, you wow. know, like we would just go to Disneyland, have coffee, walk around for two hours, and head out. I don't know. It's just so pretty there. 
It's nice. It's clean and pretty. There's a lot of people. Um, all right. Uh, another thing. You know how there's anyone who follows news uh, or is a beer drinker or, or a wine drinker or anything kind of stuff. They they There's often like these studies that say that beer is good for you. Wine is good for you. One glass a day is good. Then they say, no, one day, you know, wine is bad. And then it just goes back and forth. So there's a new study that says that strong beer that's high in alcohol content is just as good for your gut as taking probiotics. What? Yeah. How do you figure? They're saying right, that there's so that much? much? Well, no, steam is not the yeast. How could you be like getting an assorted microbiome out of beer that's been fermented? And, like, okay, coach. well, this is a professor from Amsterdam University. And <laughs> well, he said that, <laughs> that's true. But what's crazy is, so he was hired, his name is Eric Klassen. He was presenting at Eric the- Eric Clapton? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, at a conference hosted by a probiotic drink called Yakmok. Well- Yak, okay. Yakok, which is basically like one of those um, yogurt drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And and he was but he was preventing uh, like this 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 study that he did that said like Hogarden, uh, Westvalen, Triple, um, a bunch of these other beers are actually just as good for your gut. But doesn't the alcohol kill off the yeah. probiotics? He's, he's it makes done. no sense. I mean, it's like uh, those those articles you read where it says, you know, if you have a glass of wine every day, right. you live forever. Right. You have a glass of whiskey a day, you live yeah. forever. You okay. have a glass of this, glass of that. I mean, come on. All right. Our our guests today, there's two guys, uh, Rob and Adam. One of them has an Australian accent. You'll figure out which one has, nice. has it. Uh, they have a show on History Channel Tuesdays at 10 p.m. called Kings of Pain. And what they do, you'll hear this interview. This interview is, is amazing. They, they basically went around to different countries except australia and let themselves get stung and bit by a bevy of, of things it's so awesome so there was like in, in 1983 this uh, entomologist uh, dr justin schmidt started ranking stinging in insects from a scale of one to four and then the uh, what these guys are doing is is expanding that from one to 30 because one to four doesn't really tell a lot one to you, 30 is a very wide expansion. It is. It is. But as you'll hear, um, it's it's justified. And they get bit by everything. Anyway, this, this is the What interview. number is a tarantula hawk? Tarantula hawk. Uh, watch the show. <sighs> These are uh, the kings of pain. You're the guest with the best on the Zane Lepre Show. I'm now joined with the kings of pain, uh, Adam and Rob. Uh, History Channel... Tuesdays at 10 p.m. I I watched it. I haven't seen the episode yet, but I saw a, a trailer of some of the stuff that you guys have done. We'll get to that in a second. The, the background of the show is in 1983, entomologist Dr. Justin Schmidt started ranking sting, stinging insects on a scale from one to four, which when I first read that, I stopped and started writing questions like, how can you judge pain from one to four, right? Like zero. Uh, and so he had a book called Sting of the Wild. You guys rank them from one to 30, but you have different categories, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Justin Schmidt uh, only rated for intensity as well. So how you know, the right. initial sting, how painful it was. But, you know, that it gives you information, but we dove a bit deeper. You know, we yeah. added durations, right. like how long the uh -huh. pain lasts yeah. and also damage, which is ultimately what that what yeah. it leaves you with. Yeah. But um, we've added animals outside of wasps, bees, and ants. Yeah. So we've got piranhas, 
pythons, you know. You like you it. guys met Bodhi on the way in. I was going to have him bite you guys. <laughs> well, that would be the final episode. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest that's, that's animal true. I've ever seen. Yeah, the question right. is, where does he bite you? <laughs> How much damage can he inflict? Um, so, so you guys, um, let's talk about you guys real quick, and then we'll get into the show. Uh, uh, Rob, you first. Cave, okay. Caveman, why is your nickname Caveman? Uh, my friends started calling me that because the way I approach fishing, I think. Okay. Uh, I don't do well with the rod and reel. I have no patience. You just jump in the water. I jump in the water and grab them, you know, yeah. barehanded. Caveman. And, uh, yeah. Caveman style. There we go. <laughs> check, out, check out the brow on him as well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know each other before this? No. We uh, met, what, a year ago? Yeah. Um, when we got contacted yeah. uh, to do this pain index. Um, and we first met each other and it was like we've known each other for years and you know like I, I have a buddy at home and we were like friends but we became like really good friends after we got into a fight you know what i mean <laughs> and, I, and i won but uh but, but i held back um but but like you guys have been through some shit together mm-hmm. so i see the ball busting starting but i mean like obviously you 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 earn the right to do that it's like those shows where they have like um like top gear you guys watch that show? Yeah. And like the chemistry of those guys or Grand Tour, the, the chemistry of those guys because they've been together for so long and the stuff they've been through and they keep trying to copy that chemistry. So really what they should do is send them out on, on something like what the, the things that you guys do because you, you I'm sure you get familiar very quickly. Oh, yeah. We, we did hit it off right away. It, it was shocking how well we were just on the same wavelength. Yeah. 100%. We started talking about animals as soon as he got out of the truck and, and it was on. Uh, but definitely once, once we start to have to rely on each other, uh, for the bites and stings, not, you know, we can really get hurt if we mess right, up. Right. And we don't normally do our own sting. Normally you, you sting the other guy. Uh-huh. So that amount of trust is like immediately built. And so you, uh, Rob, again, you, you, um, you do have a background in this kind of thing besides being, a a, a Horrible fisherman or a great fisherman. I don't know the answer to that. Um, you you got bit by a rattlesnake. I did uh, about ten years ago. I uh, where on your body? Uh, on my left hand. Okay. My, uh, Do you have a scar? I don't. I got really lucky. Had no permanent damage from this. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a bad bite. Uh-huh. It just wasn't destroying tissue. Um, this is one of those things you see us getting bitten and stung on this show. Yeah. We normally have to do something really stupid to get bitten. Right. I mean, yeah, you can, you can have a scorpion in your shoe or, or, or bump into a beehive. These mm-hmm. things do happen. Right. But, uh, I did the classic, um, ignoring that little, that voice in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. I got so comfortable around snakes that I tried to take a cell phone pick back in, I think it's 2011. Uh-huh. And if you know cell phones back then, they pretty much sucked. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I tried, I got too close. And, uh, and, and I got bitten and, so, and so I you, knew better. You got a photo of you getting bit? No. Other I, I, before? I had, I was actually trying to do a little cell phone video. I think, I think it was oh. impressed my girlfriend at the time. Oh my God. And, and that, and that's how it happens. You ignore that voice, do something stupid. Um, was, it, she, what, was she impressed? Oh no. She thought I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> She's ready to kill me. <laughs> um, and so uh, other animal bites, I mean, like your bio talks about the stuff that you mm-hmm. did before this. Um, yeah, I mean, over the course of my life, and Adam's the same way, you know, growing up as a kid, interested in animals, mm-hmm. you're catching things left and right. Yeah. You, you get a lot of bites and stings. Uh, you know, watching television in Africa, I got stung in the neck by a velvet ant. Which while you were watching TV? While I was watching TV. Got it, okay. Um, just, uh, just being in those environments, you get, get bitten and stung a lot. Did you get to do that same ant on the show? Yeah, the okay. same location. And 
I don't know if we've talked about in the show, but yeah. the one on the show was way worse. So I think maybe when the one that bit me in the neck or stung me in the neck when I was yeah. watching TV didn't get enough time to inject venom because Adam held oh, right. Adam held the thing on for a long longer tell. than he He's had a to. Son of a bitch. I can yeah. tell by looking at this guy. All right, so it's I want to get into this thing, but let's talk about a little bit more about you. So Adam, you you're from Australia. Yeah. Um, and so everything there can kill you. So literally everyone from Australia is, is, is qualified to, to be in the show. P pretty much. Yeah. But you have, you have experience as, as zoologists and other animal stuff. Yeah. As well. I, I've been a wildlife biologist for over a decade now, mm -hmm. but I've been, you know, molesting animals since I was four years old. Does that mean, does that word mean the same thing over there? No, I mean, like, not, not, not Cause, in that. Because they, they, they're going to bite when you do that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah not in a tit next to this guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, not in, not in a Uncle John sense of the yeah, life. It's, of it's more yes. of just, like, annoying them, picking yeah. them up, you know. But, um, so, you know, I've been working with animals since I was a kid. Venomous snakes, I think the first one I picked up, I was seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking back on it now, it's probably a bad idea. But, um, yeah, well, so, I, I mean, I mean like, like caveman, I get bitten and stung. Yeah. A lot. We're out in the natural environment a lot, so it's going to happen. And I think when you work with animals for a long period of time, you get a curiosity about, sure, oh, what's it going to feel like to get bitten by this thresholds? One? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we've both for a long time subjected ourselves to bites and stings from animals just out of a morbid curiosity. Mm -hmm. So when this opportunity come up, we're like, hell yeah, it's for science. We're going to create something out of this. Let's do it. Have you ever gotten bitten by a drop bear? Because <laughs> they're, I mean, they're the worst because they don't let go. Oh, mate, it, I wouldn't be here if I'd yeah, been bitten by a drop bear. That's a good call. That's a good call. Have you been bitten by one yet? Have, you been, yet. have you been to Australia for I've the show? I've never been to Australia. No. no. We're, we're planning you, on it. Yeah. You can't go to Australia and test the bites because everything there is designed to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's literally, it's like it's a God's rule. We're, we're, we're saving that for the last, last episode. <laughs> the last episode, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, all right. So, the bites. You guys rated, if, if I'm correct, the bee sting as a three yep. out of 30. Um, is that the first thing that you got bit by? Or did you have other things to relate that to? Well, well, the, I mean, a lot of people have been stung by bees. Yeah. So but I wouldn't say that, but I, you know, I wouldn't say that it was a three, especially if you get stung and you like wipe it off real quick. But if you get stung by your friend and like a three, Three seems very low. Well, it's we've compared some to the, some of the animal, yeah. other animals yeah. we've been yeah. stung yeah. by, it's but, a three. But prior to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Because so, yeah. if you started with a B, you'd probably give it like a 10 or, I don't know, a six or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean, we knew that there were some animals on the list that are going to score high. So if, if we scored the B... A ten, yeah, right. you know, and you then increase then, your scale, yeah. Then a sixteen-foot reticulated python, yeah, you know, like a whatever. It, well, I'm not going to give away what it we did score it, but um, so we kind of needed to keep it low to fit room in for other things. And you know, trust me, there were animals that made the bee feel like a, a one or a zero. So let's point out that you're here here in a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. And I saw that bite, and I see the scar right now. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, you got to be pretty proud. <laughs> I'm, I'm hell happy cool. with it. When people ask you what that's from, you know what I mean? Like oh, it's like, mate. okay, that 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 to me, I, I watched that that bite. That to me was uh, was just like uh, it, was, it was amazing. And I guess your face when you're watching it, like, because <laughs> it just. Did you did you well, think that maybe you'd have a hard time getting it to bite you? Because they're, they're they're pythons. They're supposed to wrap around you. We we had a massive. That was like one of the big issues. We were like, what if this python doesn't bite? Right. You know, how, how are we going to do the bite? Um, you know, 
it, what if it just doesn't? You yeah. can't really grab it and let it force because it's not a natural yeah. bite. Right. But as soon as this thing was out of the bag, it was it was ready to go. So we didn't have to try. It, it was. So it was pissed off from being yeah. in the bag. That's yeah. the difference between a wild reticulated python and a pet one. Right. The pet ones are captive bred in captivity, and they could be as tame as your puppy. Right. You go out in the wild; those things are fighting for survival. Right. 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 So this was a wild one. Yeah. It, yeah. It was okay. wild, and you know, it didn't wrap around us, thankfully, because it wasn't a predatory bite. It yeah. was just get the hell away from me bite, and we're lucky it didn't sort of latch on. It was just a. I mean, it kind of head shook on me. That's why. Yeah, it stuck there for a sec. And it left in pieces of the fang? I've got a tooth in my arm. Still? Still, yeah. And did, I've you, got, did you want to keep it there? Well, Because I would. I, 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 I only realized it was still in there like a month after I got back got from Indonesia. Yeah. But there was one, a tooth that I had in me that mm-hmm. we took out. You right can see there that then. in the show. Yeah, yeah, it was like sort of hanging in. Yeah. I've got that at home. Uh, I love how you're like, there's a tooth, there's a tooth. And you're mm-hmm. like, you you knew to not remove it until they, they got their shots of it and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the point in having, yeah. a, having a tooth hanging out of you if they so can't amazing. get it on camera? And I mean, I, I was like, oh, I, I've got a fang in I've got a fang in me. And I'm like, I'm looking back, I'm like, bloody hell, they're not fangs. Because yeah. they, don't, they don't inject venom, they're bloody teeth. <laughs> they're and just and teeth. Ev- <laughs> everyone, everyone's giving me shit about it. My mates are like... You know hey, what? Hey, fang, that, that's, fang, that's, that's fine. You know what? Ha- have them get bit and see what they say, and yeah. see, see how cool yeah. under under it, pressure it, they exactly. are. Exactly. When you've had a six foot, sixteen foot bloody python bite, you yeah. say some. You, you, your mind's screwed. No. Before my bite, bite, I came up as like, dude, how bad was it? So you and got. It, so you. you I'm, I'm watching him. You, you got bit by the next. same one. That's why I had that got face. It. it was. It was half concern for him, half selfish. Oh, I'm next, and this thing's pissed off. Did you? Do you guys always both get bit? Always. Always. Yeah. So yeah. So that's why going second hurts. But you know, I asked him. You know, what was the worst part of the python bite? And he's dripping blood everywhere. He goes. The worst part is I called it a thing. <laughs> mm. oh, I'll no. never live it down. I'll never live it down. Because <laughs> I've corrected so many people oh, on that. No. You know, it's not yeah. a thing. It's a tooth that doesn't right. inject venom. And I bloody did it. I right. Was, oh, it's a fang in me. I'm like, oh, man. Venom and poison and those kinds of yeah, so Fangs inject. Yeah. Venom. End of the day, we all know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we do try to use simple language on the show. When mm. I said you had a fang in you, it's because you said that in the yeah, show. Exactly. I knew See, better, I'm, but I didn't want to make you some silly. I'm, I'm, already, te- I'm already teaching people wrong yeah. information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what number was that? Do you remember? We... I don't know if we should give it, uh, give away what the rate. Some of, some of them are on there. I think but, we've already uh, admitted it. It topped it out, but okay. we don't want to say why, and we yeah. want to give away what the number was. Got it. Yeah. Got it. But it, it was the first one to, yeah, like max out one of the categories. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the one category we agreed that we were not going to max out. If we max it out, it's a mistake. Right. And, and so we we made. Uh, a little bit of an error yeah. uh, with, with that one. It's not like we just jumped in and did a reticulated python. That's yeah. crazy. We built up to that. Well, it does it's still crazy even if you built it up, but it's still crazy at the mm-hmm. end. Doing it, doing it without, you know, anyway. It's so. almost <laughs> no safe place when your body get bitten yeah. by and, a reticulated I, I know, python. And, and, it, and it's one of those things we're like, oh, we need a decent size one, you know? Yeah. And we happen to find a bloody huge one. Oh, yeah. we, we found like, what, a seven or eight footer the day before? Yeah, and that, that's just not going to And we're like, ah, it's just not big enough. Yeah. Because we've been bitten by pythons that size and it hurts. You know, and, that's, and we were talking about this before the show and, and when I go out and, and drink in these different locations and exotic locations, whatever, when I'm sitting there drinking a beer, for example, it's just yellow liquid. It doesn't matter where you are. It looks the same or, you know, whatever. So it's the things that are visual Right. Like the taste doesn't get there. Just like the pain doesn't really translate. It's your expressions and your reaction to that, that kind of thing. So for me, it's like I know that I have to always push the envelope and do something weird like, 
there was one, there was a shot in uh, Santorini doing four sheets where you did it. It's called a headshot, and it was just like Sambuca or something like that. But then when you did it, you're wearing a helmet. As soon as you did the shot, they hit you over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> but it's like, but but like, it's one of those things that people are going to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did this thing um, in uh, Peru called uh, a, a combo, K-O-M-B-O. It's the, it's the monkey frog. It's poison, so it's probably on some list for oh, you guys. it mimics like an opiate or something. I've heard about that one, yeah. Well, no. Oh, this one, this one is just, uh, it's basically, it's a, it's a tree frog. It's beautiful. It's like a little green tree frog, but it's huge. I'm showing with my hands on a mm-hmm. podcast, but like it's the size of like, I don't know, a grapefruit. And when it gets stressed out, it secretes this, this liquid f- from its back. That's, um, that's like a toxin and they burn these, these holes in your arm, you know, like with a cigarette, like with a stick, but kind of like a cigarette. And then they, they put the toxin in and then they wait for you to throw up. And that's the whole ceremony. There's nothing enjoyable or, you know, sort of psychotropic about the whole thing. Mm, it's you just throw up because your body thinks that you ate it. You know what uh, I mean? Like, uh, okay, so yeah. that's what it is. So that's what your body is sensing. And that's why it's trying to like get everything out of your stomach because well, I mean, it thinks you ingested it. Te- technically, that, that that's a venom rather than a poison if right. you're putting it into your <sighs> body like, right. a, you know? So. Yeah. If you didn't burn yourself, that's a good question. Yeah. If you didn't burn yourself and you put it on your skin, and you guys, that would be, yeah. that would be considered a poison, but you yeah. have to burn yourself. Yeah. So that's more of a. Yeah. More of a, more of a. Like, a yeah, well, there's gray areas. That's, yeah. They're all toxins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the typical rule is if it's a poison, if you ingest it and uh, get got sick it. or absorbs through your skin. Got it. And the venom has to be injected. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's this frog's purpose to be a poison and to taste bad and mm-hmm. to make yep. the, the thing get sick. Yep. But again, it's it's just about, you know, it's even though it's a drinking show, the, those are the things that stand out from from the episode are those things that, they, that like are visceral. They, you can see what's going on. So for you guys, like, you know, Going and finding a, a shorter python, I understand why you went and got the big one. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, you know, like everything's been done. Mm-hmm. You know, people right. have done multiple wildlife shows, mm-hmm. go out and catch an animal, talk about it. Um, so you got to do something different. You got to do something that stands out. And this, you know, when we first heard about it, we were like, you know, we don't want to just do this for, you know, joking around, this go out and get bin by stuff. But what was your first reaction when you got? pitch this show is it something that you did you get excited about it or were you regretting it i mean you- I, I don't i don't regret it at all but when i first heard about it i was like the first thing everybody thinks why You're right what, what, why and then uh we were like you know you can't just go out and get bitten and stung by stuff right and but that's not exactly not what we're doing we're yeah. doing it for a reason and that makes it so much like Better to do. I would never just go out and get bitten and stung by stuff for, you know, YouTube views of entertainment. Yeah. At least we're doing it. It's bloody entertaining. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> right. But there is an actual scientific basis behind it. And that's what's like, you know, that's what, what yeah. keeps us going. You know, it's for a purpose. Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, the, the doctor went out and came up with this one through four scale, which I just think is crazy when he did it. Just, I don't know. It's like, you know what he did? He probably did a B and rated it a three or a one. I don't know, something mm-hmm. that he had to like, or he started off and called something a four. Like, you'd think that that spectrum would be so much bigger. Yeah. Well, it, it allows them allows them to have big categories right. because it's very difficult for us to say what's the difference between a seven and an eight sometimes. Right. But we we could say you know it's a four at the top or a three kind of in the middle. And it's based off of memory, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's a human experience. And, yeah. And uh, I've been a fan of Schmidt for a long time. In fact, I've wanted to do this show for about a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've even pitched it, and no one was willing to do this. Mm-hmm. And so when history approached Adam and I, I'm like. 
yes, like yeah. this is finally happening. I, and I don't know how they found me and knew that I had an interest in this. I, I did some YouTube stuff back in the day, but mm-hmm. I, I was so happy. And then they, I saw Adam get out of the car and I was like, who's the student combat boots? Yeah, right. <laughs> and he walks up to me and like, we just clicked right away. Um, how long between your meeting and your first bite? And what, and what was it? Oh, uh, so it was, man, it was either the, it was about six months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, there, cause there was a lot of planning that went into it, you know, what animals we want to do. Yeah. And yeah, heaps. Cause we don't, we're not just, you know, they're, there's a doctor with us and stuff like that. So it's not just yeah. going there, out there, there, there goes that question. So Talking to biologists. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. So a there's a lot, of, a lot of planning. So there was quite a lot. But, you know, we were talking to each other all the time when I was back in Australia mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, is, yeah. it, is the worst part the bite or the anticipation? Oh, anticipation. The anticipation. <laughs> and, and, with a couple exceptions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And how long is that? Because you're – so you're getting on a flight to, to Africa or wherever, wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Does it? When does it start? It starts at home, right? It starts at home. Yeah, mate. As soon as you see the list, you're like, oh shit. I mean, it starts years before when first time say you hear about a bullet ant. It feels mm. like being shot. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then you put it on the list, and then you run it by your partner, and then you run it by the network. And yeah. Then it, and then it gets approved, and then you're on a, fl- a plane, and it just builds and builds yeah. and builds. Yeah. And by the time you you get to the bite day. One thing that really sucks is sometimes you're so pumped up that by the time you get to the bite, your adrenaline is spent. Yeah. And you're at the mercy of the venom oh, at that point. Shit. Have, yeah. have you noticed that? You're, like, you're yeah. already drained. You're already almost at like your weakest point mm-hmm. because the anticipation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like as well, you know, it's a TV show. They set up cameras. Yeah, we've we got about a lot that. of cameras, uh-huh. high speed and stuff. So it takes a while. So Hold on a second. Changing your batteries. Oh no, yeah. just yeah. do it. Yeah, it's like right. it's an inch above your arm. Like, oh, come on. Because. Yeah, they just, won't sting sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to get them to 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 sting, but when they do, you're like, okay, sense of relief because it's over with. But yeah. then then the pain kicks in. <laughs> There's no winning. No. What? So so on the from what I watched, the honeybee a three, mm-hmm. and I still don't get that. But well, <laughs> we've we've had a lot of honeybee stings in our life. Okay, some I would rate higher than the three, but we didn't have enough. Uh, data with that throughout, right? Um, as to fall, there's different species of honeybees and things like that. So but you still, but you still average, hold it. We 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 did like the average honeybee yeah. sting yeah. In, our, in our memory. Yeah, and, I mean, I yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I just it just scares me. The other stuff scares me more. Oh, it scared it scared us too. <laughs> so so what what have you guys? There have to be a few that you've suggested and they got through, and there have to be some that you suggested that didn't get through because. It's just more dangerous than than entertaining. There's, we just was, talked about that on the car ride. Over. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a few that you know, w- w- you know, were discussed. And like, like what? Oh, that was, well, my baby was the electric eel. And yeah, that, and that got killed because because we could get killed. killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, but but you don't really know that until you do the research on it, right? Well, the research is conflicting from what we gotten so far. Huh. Some of them, you get a smaller eel, you get a smaller shock. And then this is going to be sublethal. Yeah. Other literature that some of my friends sent over said maybe that's not true. And yeah. so if we'd gone on the first paper that we read, we might have been killed. So what? What about we don't the, know at this point. The box that. jellyfish. Oh the yeah, little, little we, guy. We we the irukandji. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that is. We've been talking about that. Like because again, some people say you know it is. Like in Australia, the reputation is crazy. So right. If you get if you get stung by, it, you're dead. It's a death sentence. But it's not. I mean, deaths are still pretty uncommon, but just the fact that they like, are possible, I mean, they're yeah. common enough. Yeah, like, right. You know. The problem is, you know, even if it's like a less than 1% chance, 
we're flying everywhere and getting stung by everything. Sooner or later, we're going to get that 1%. So you've got to really be careful. There's recovery time on some of these. I guess that's the duration part, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when we, I mean, when we do a barter sting, we wait like 24 hours and then we rate it. Uh, but when we when you take we f- notes along the way, and- yeah, 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 um, of you know all our symptoms. Yeah. Although our longest and- wait before we could, was it what, eight days or something? Oh yeah, something yeah. ridiculous. We something had to wait. Hit, we we bit you or stung you? It, or- it, it's a it was a long. It, it took a long time for it to kick in, but let's just say once it kicked in, there was skin melting. Huh. Yeah. Okay. We, so, uh, we underestimated the smallest animal, Yeah, mm. the smallest animal. And it wasn't our idea. Someone else brought it up and we were like, this is stupid mm. and boring. Wait, and we, and you, and we, can't, and then we, it, we can't say what it is. No, we can't say what it is. <laughs> no, that's you fine. Don't, don't, don't I got And then it. our flesh was it. gone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it, yeah. it was, it was bad. I was like, why is this on the list? Yeah. This is, this is going to be <laughs> yes. nothing. Well, that's why we're doing this list. Even us with our passion for all this stuff, we didn't know how bad these animals were. We had heard about them causing a little bit of an itch. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask if you, oh, by the way, the tarantula, like I've seen and handled tarantulas, but to see those, those fangs, fangs, right? Yeah. Those, yeah. To see those teeth, <laughs> come on, <laughs> to see those fangs come out of that tarantula was that that had to be part of the pain was seeing those teeth. Mate, <laughs> yeah. mate, I, I went first on that. Yeah. And his reaction, because I'm I, one animal on the face of this earth I'm not comfortable with, and that is spiders. I mean, I'm not terrified of them. I just, I'm not a, not a huge fan. They're intimidating looking things, no matter yeah. how small they are. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is the biggest species on the planet, the yeah. Goliath bird eater. And I'm, I don't want to look, so I'm, I've got my arm there. And Rob, oh, no. Rob, Rob's doing his thing. And oh. I can feel it. they got claws on the end of each arm and you can feel them oh. like, is, is that the thing? Is that the thing? He's like, nah. And then I hear him yell and scream. I'm like, what? And then I felt the boop, boop, oh, the pop. I'm like, no. yeah. the, the, he, he yelled louder than I did, yeah, just, did. just from the oh, visual of God. it. And, yeah. and I was like, oh, you know, obviously that was shocking for me. But then I, I was holding it, getting him bit and I saw the same, the same visual that he saw and I was like, oh my God. God, like these things are bloody like an inch long. Yeah. And just walking their way so across the flesh. Oh, they keep dude. going. Yeah. Oh, he was walking with them? Just like, just like pop, 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 pop. pop. Like, yeah. It, it wasn't. Okay, okay man, you, you can get him off me now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> has, oh. has there been any retaliation for the duration that someone has let something <laughs> attack them. There is a lot, of, a lot not, of back not, and forth about I'd it. I'd like to say not purposely. <laughs> you'd like to. We'd be lying. I would be lying. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we try and do it the same just yeah. so we can get it scientifically accurate. Yeah, sure. But, you know, like when you're getting stung, it seems like a way longer time. Yeah. So you feel like you have to hold it on them for a longer period of time. Oh, right. It's just your whole perception of time mm-hmm. is different. But then he's like... Man, you had it left there way longer than I left it on yeah. you. I'm like, oh well, it felt like a lifetime, so I left it on you yeah. for a lifetime. And we're not yeah. we're not doing timing like literal time on how long we get stung, yeah, or right, or it. on the duration part, uh, the duration aspect of the scale. Mm-hmm. We don't do actual time, yeah, because this is a guide for for a uh, personal experience. Um, so one thing could be a day, one thing could be an hour, but the hour might rate longer in duration because it's about how long time seemed. Yeah. Because if you have a slight ache for a day, that's not, it's not a huge duration. Yeah. But if you have searing pain for 12 hours, that's going to be really high on duration. This is about the human experience and what you can expect. There's going, has has there been searing pain for 12 hours? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Searing or just vomiting, like visceral. I don't know. how. Like, um, 
I mean, felt like well, you've been hit by a uh, pickaxe and yeah. then arm um, set on fire, and that peak intensity of pain, un unrelenting for twelve hours. And, and you guys aren't taking anything to make to dull no, it. No, 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 never. No. Not before, and not for at least a good 12, 24 hours after, because yeah, yeah. it'll interfere with how we rate it. We can only after we rate it, and if we still have redness and swelling yeah. after the rating, sometimes we'll take Benadryl. But even then, we don't want to do it because right. we've even gone back and changed the uh, sc- the sc- the score before because we thought it was done, and then stuff came back. Oh my god! Yeah, so we we just uh, unless it's a, a real emergency. Or I've had an IV once after a really bad bite. I uh, think I did as well. You, you did as yeah. well, yeah. yeah. Does that so, mess with the yeah. schedule then? Like you might have something to do the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. do it. Or they'll schedule stuff like, all right, after the bite, we're going to do this. Doesn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so I've had a bunch of producers uh, before that are that like will say, oh, now make it like go further. I just want to push it. And then I'll just be like, okay, here, you do it. So you can mm-hmm. understand what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Has that? Have you had anybody from the crew step up? Oh, uh, no. Nah. Like, I mean... Well, probably for insurance reasons. Yeah, yeah we wouldn't allow it either, just because. What the, the bee? Just give give him a give him a well, bee. Well, there was a lot of accidental bee stings. Sure. Oh okay. yeah. And it's funny because the, uh, yeah, hell, it was Ben the doctor. Yeah, uh, Doctor Ben. <laughs> doctor Ben Abo was like our it, 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 main yeah. guy. So he, he was he was like our doctor on there. He's great, absolutely. He's a funny guy, but he got he got stung on the neck by a, I think it was a bee, yeah, something. It's a honey bee. Yeah, yeah honey. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and we're just looking over at him going. Homie, that's a three, mate. Like, <laughs> mate in his defense, please. it was in the neck. Yeah. It was on the neck. That's true. I'll, I'll that's true. That. Yeah, I'll that's the wear that. part of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, so the 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 actually, and our our showrunner David Carr did want to do a bite. Uh, what, yeah. did he, what did he want to do? He, which one was it? Was it the toe biter that he wanted to do? Oh, of course, it would be yeah, the toe biter. Yeah, what's, wanted, a, what's a toe biter? This is, this is a beetle that that flies around and looks for water, and that's where it spends most of his life. But you can find it. We found one in land, a huge one in Bolivia. Dude, that, but that yeah. one wasn't scheduled. Thank God, that oh, thing mate. was massive. Like size, size of your hand, like this big, and they look like aliens. Right, they, they eat a, snakes and tadpoles and what else do they? Eat? Fish and yeah, well, vertebrates the, mostly, right? Yeah, vertebrates. you know the uh, the huntsman, right? That's the yeah. big one in uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Oh, they they <clears throat> barely even penetrate the skin when they bite. Yeah, but not if your friend holds it on there and pushes it well, down. <laughs> True, but I mean, like they—I they, mean, with uh, tarantulas, they're my gals, so yeah. which, so their fangs are down. God, I see. What you're huntsmen's saying. go across like Got that. So, so most like big spiders we encounter in Australia, like yeah. the orb weavers and stuff, are the yeah. same sort of same same thing. So when they bite, it's not. It's not that bad, I right. but the, visually, huntsmen's are... Yeah, yeah, they are. And the, and the thing in Australia that happens all the time, you'll be driving your car and you put your sun, oh, sun yeah. butt and they'll yeah. drop onto you. Oh, then, no. Yeah. yeah, you'll see it. You'll be driving down, so down people the have, highway. So people have been killed by them, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, while they're driving. Ex- exactly. So <laughs> the uh, the lionfish, I, I, I've been told that that was lethal, but you guys got stung by that one. I mean, anything can be lethal. The thing is, it's not really the venom that's lethal unless you're dangerously allergic to it yeah. but it's what happens like look for example you get you get stung by a lionfish chances are you'll be underwater roger and then they yeah. panic and yeah. then they do stupid things yeah. and will die from the panic uh panic's a massive killer yeah so it's not it's it technically the fish has caused it but not right purely from just the like pen. the huntsman yeah. spider caused a car accident. exactly yeah. yeah so but I'll, I'll tell you what the lionfish bloody hurt oh yeah but i don't know what, compared, was there, to, compared to the uh the 
uh, scorpion fish we did. Which, which, which one was worse for you? What's a scorpion fish? So it's it's, it's sim- similar, similar family. Uh, well, same same family. It's a scorpion fish. A, a lionfish is a type of scorpion fish. Oh, got it. Okay. But this thing is like if you you've heard of stonefish, oh, right? Yeah, I see it. It's not not far removed from the. This stone is the red the red one, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, this was. Uh, it wasn't the red. I can't remember the species fish. name. It's the stone scorpion the, fish. Not not to be confused with the stonefish. I think it's. I think the Pacific. Blue well, it's, well, it's, well, it's, you're right. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, Pacific I see. Blue, it's, or it's blue, blue spotters. Blue, blue spotters. Yeah, it was a new species for us. We'd never been into that part of Mexico. It, it was a before. bastard either way. Yeah. Toe biter. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. How's that? So it's like a water. Yeah. Yeah. I'd heard about these things being. They they bite with a proboscis, which is like a harpoon, mm-hmm. and they inject digestive enzymes. Oh, really? Enzymes. So not those those, those No, they, they, they had to grab a hold of the prey because they're <sighs> ambush predators. Then they stab it, inject digestive enzymes, which liquefies the viscera, the internal organs, and it just drinks the the animal. But for you guys, it was trying to defend itself, right? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't trying to drink you. No. Well, no a lot still... of the offensive venoms, or not offensive venoms, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, predatory venoms yeah. seem to hurt or cause more damage than the defensive venoms. Uh, and, and, and the toe biter would be a good example of that because it has those digestive enzymes. A rattlesnake, that, that's a predatory venom. It's got breaks down tissue. So, bra- so the rattlesnake isn't on this list. It's no, too no. dangerous, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. What, what else is? But the um, the monitor, I thought, would be on that as well. But you guys got bit by a monitor lizard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Nile monitor. Yeah. They're yeah. Te- technically venomous, but uh, not even But it's more like, isn't that more like bacterial thing, they, they, right? They originally thought it was just a cocktail of bacteria that causes really bad infections, uh-huh. but... A lot of, all the like studies coming out now say it's more to do with well, mainly to do with their uh, they got venom glands in the lower jaw, so it is a venom. And things like the Komodo dragon, are like it, it's the saliva that kills the animal because it comes becomes septic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, now it's looking like it's not necessarily true. It's, it's it's when like a water buffalo gets bitten, it it's a big wound. Mm-hmm. The water buffalo will go and sit in a dirty pond. Uh, Very small bodies of water right. on Komodo Island. So well. it's it's yeah. it's dirty. Like, Yes, yeah, stagnant, gross water, and that's when they get the bacterial infections, God, and you know the the venom because they, they do follow them and wait for them to yeah, die. Exactly. Yeah, that wait for them to die and go and, and just, they have a true mm. venom, and mm. and that's another thing. That's a good point. You know, back what was it, the seventies or so? They first thought they had this toxic saliva with like hundreds of types of bacteria, four that were like really bad. Mm-hmm. And you watched older da- nature documentaries. That's what it says. Read older books. That's what it says. And then Dr. Brian Fry came out a few years ago with the new study and found out that Komodo dragons are truly venomous. But that's what scares me. We get some information that might be bad. Right. Uh, I mean, you, you guys yeah. are getting enough information that, that what is really cool about this, besides the entertainment value, is that you are coming away from with, with scientific data mm-hmm. that, that has not really been done in these sort of controlled, double-blind sort of, you know, uh, situations. So yes. that's... Oh, yeah. I mean, we've learned so much doing mm-hmm. this. Just this first season, we've learned heaps that we didn't know before how about. big was that monitor lizard mm-hmm. five, five four five four or five foot maybe four foot so not foot. Not, like, not as big as they really get but right <laughs> as, big, big, as big or bigger than the average one yeah and probably the as big as we could safely do yeah i was just thinking yeah. that it would i mean look that they, they're they bite their prey they're poisonous and, and so th- something that size could probably get like a raccoon or something i don't know what else lives on that Islands of that size. Oh, they like they crocodile eggs. They're crazy. Yeah, they they they. So yeah. point being is that their jaws are very strong. Mm-hmm. So I, 
that had to be a concern that that thing would actually like take a chunk of, of arm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, is it always your arms? We try to because we want to give the animals an even playing field. Yeah. One but, was the leg. Yeah. The, well, sometimes we have to because there's, there's time constraints in these countries. Maybe we already have you know, a messed up arm. Dude, we look like junkies after yeah. a trip. Oh, like, yeah. We, we, yeah. How, so you have that scar. Is that all you have? I've got a piranha one, but it's not as. not. It's nothing right home. And Rob, do you, do you have one? Yeah, I don't seem to scar too much. I do have the uh, oh, that's good. reticulated python bite. But the oh, real, that's from the same one. The real real damage is on the inside. And you'll see that. Um, that's going to be the final episode. Got it. And when you say the inside, they're physically on the inside, not emotionally. No, that, that's <laughs> a bit of both. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, um, we took a lot of precautions yeah. uh, for not those serious injuries. But, you know, we. How did we, it get you in a, that spot under the arm? That seems that, very That's not sensitive. what we wanted. That's okay, not what it. we wanted. Um, I was a little bit bigger then because of this injury. I, I can't work out the way I used to. Uh-huh. But we had just so much muscle mass by do, putting our elbow out that oh. we figured that would give us some protection. Right. Um, you know, from those long teeth. Yeah. And uh, well, you'll see what happens. Yeah, it's awesome. working with animals, man. They do their own thing. Yeah. And an animal it's, it's of a that size, job. It, it can do yeah. whatever it wants. Yeah. And it, it did. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, from, from what I saw, it's okay. So this is Seamus. I'm going to have him bite you guys. You're going to rate him from one to <laughs> That's four. That's one of my first bites growing up. Was, was a cat? Well, I was 12 years old. It was a cat. And I, I wanted to introduce it to a dog. He's, he's 18. He's Siamese. Siamese? Siamese? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful oh. cat. There's, there's, there's several Siamese cats. I, I learned that from Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he sings. He sings. When, 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 there's a, when there's a twin around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, look, you got, we, could, we could sit here and talk about this for hours. I think what you guys are doing is, is amazing. You guys are, are fantastic. And the show looks, looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to absolutely watch every single episode, um, especially the last one. I might. I guess I can't skip ahead. I have to watch it. You got to watch on it. His your channel Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Thank you so much for joining you guys. No worries, mate. Thanks, thanks for having us, us awesome. dude. Thanks. Thank you very much, by the way, to the the Kings of Pain for coming here and and quite frankly talking with an Australian <laughs> accent because I can't I can't get sick of it. I did go to uh, London one time, and I was talking to this girl in a bar, and I was like, "Is the American accent just as cool as like the British accent is?" you know, in the U.S. And she said, yeah, keep talking. I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's no, strange. I don't believe it. Yeah, no, it happened. Really? If I say fact after it, you know that it's true. <laughs> fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Re- so so here's what we're doing. We have this uh, this study. Not really a study. It was a report. Not really a report. It was more like something that Dorian found online. And that <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's gift protocol. So, so before I go into this, I'll explain what happened. Um, I had made Mel a present <laughs> You're really bringing this up. for for Christmas, oh and God. Mel got back from her sister's yesterday. Her, um, everyone ended up getting sick, uh, and then she had a long drive. She drove from from San Francisco back down to L.A., and she was just tired and just bummed out. And I had spent the weekend while she was away making what's called a f- free little library, and it's basically like a little house. That has a, a plexiglass door, you know, or whatever. What they can be made out of a lot of things, uh, and that you 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 put it out by the street, like on a on a stand, mm-hmm. like it's a permanent thing, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and then you you put books in there, and then people drop off books and they take books, and it's a good way to just sort of like be part of the community, and so like. <laughs> And whenever Which I go is to where you lost me, yeah. Whenever I go and walk the dog, Mel usually usually is like, "Here, take this book. Go put it in one of the little libraries. There's right. three in our in our neighborhood." So, I uh, I thought that she she loves to read, yada yada. I spent probably about ten to twelve hours making this beautiful 
uh, free little library. It's beautiful. That I'll, that I'll post on my social media. Yeah, and, and I was getting the uh, play-by-play yeah. picture updates. Oh, yeah, oh. exactly. Steve was, quote, air quotes, helping me. And yeah. so Mel got home. She was bummed out. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to give you one of your gifts early because I have a few things I'm giving you. And this is something. And I was, I was so excited to give it to her. <laughs> So I gave her the stamp. It's like a little stamp that, that you'd stamp each book after you, you like read it. But this, this okay. When do I get to interject? Oh, right now. Okay. Right now. In one second. Uh, and so I, I walked in and this thing's big. Like you could probably, a, a child could like sleep inside this thing. So I brought it in all excited. And she looks at it and she says, what was your recollection? Oh, um, I don't really want that. <laughs> Me with his big smile. I'm so excited. And I'm like, what? She probably thought it was a cat house. No, I, I said well, I would keep it as a cat house. Yeah. So here's the thing that Mel was raised in such a way that it wasn't a lot of like, I love you, I love you, and like affection and whatever. I don't think <laughs> she is. None of that. I don't think she ever got a hug growing up. Uh, you can tell. Um, but so it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my Makes God, sense. I love it. She comes up, gives me a hug and kisses me. Oh my God, that's so thoughtful. Man, I don't know. This sounds like a lot of work. Like something like that. It was just like, man, I don't want it. And then she's like, can you get, can you get, can you get out of the way? I'm That's trying to not watch what happened. the br- great British baking can you show. put that back in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> can you turn that back into wood? No. Okay. So that? for men who are listening, mm. when a woman says, hey, this is what I want for Christmas. Get that. Don't go off on your own tangent. Don't think for yourself. Just get what she says she wants. Okay, so yeah. I told you I needed a stamp for books. Yeah. I told you exactly what I wanted that stamp yeah. to be. I, which took included, creative, I took some creative liberties. Which included a photo of my own cat and the words I needed it to say. Oh. So you took that, which is something I it's needed. not really. By the way, that's not really a, that's not like a, a directive. It's not like a gift. It's like here. Fine, but that saves you guys. You guys don't have to think of anything. Just get what I say. I guess not. Hey, Steve, you, you, know, you know what you're getting mm-hmm. for Christmas, right? Can you come pick? Um, <laughs> so t-shirts? you went no, off no. on your own tangent and yeah. did your own thing with the with the stamp. No, and then that. what did I ask you to do for me for Christmas? The simplest thing. I don't remember. Build a cabinet for the washer and dryer so I can fix and finish the laundry room. I could have done all I asked. I could have done that. This and weekend. you said it was so simple. And that's what I said I wanted for Christmas. Something so that anyway, benefits me so you, anyway, and the entire house. So what happens is, but instead. Said, you thought it's a great topic. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> you just cut me off. Yeah, just cut you off. So anyway, um, basically, it, it goes like this: an acquaintance or a work buddy is a, or like a medium level friend is you. You you basically take it from them and say thank you, and then you can regift it or you exchange it. You take it back. Uh, if it's a close friend, you just have to just be honest with them and tell them what what it is. Uh, grandparents or ch- or children or something that somebody made. <laughs> You take it and never let caps, never let them go. These will be your most sentimental of gifts. You need to appreciate <laughs> your grandparents, appreciate what was involved in giving the gift and give in return real love. Thanks, so, Dorian. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are damaged. I am damaged. <laughs> so she, she gave me the work buddy. <laughs> you gave me the medium friend. So Well, that's I was awesome. just like. I think in my head, I, by the way, I was so tired from doing that drive mm-hmm. and just whatever else that was going on. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking in my head, what? Like, I gave you two items that were things that needed to be done around the house that were at low cost. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm in Christmas mode. And I'm not like a social person. And you know that. So now you just invited a freaking stand of books outside of my house for people to, like, walk around to. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them out there because the yard is like in rough shape because that's another project for the house that we haven't finished. 
Great. Okay, so um, there was uh, the whole say, point gave, is stick to the script. A, yeah. What, what, yeah. What you? I gave my wife. I gave her a gift one year, and um, you know, she kind of told me what she wanted, but I, I, I instead went to her favorite store to you know pick her out something, and don't I come home with a bar cart for the living room? Oh. And I, I put a bow on it. I mean, it's a beautiful like old. It's probably kind of like an antique like brass and you know really cool bar cart. And she's like, and uh, I gave her the gift. She's like, wow, you got a gift for me that you wanted for yourself. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, last wow. year Zane got me a vacuum. So it's kind of like, I, you know, building the cabinets for the laundry room was following that thing. Okay, well, Something that benefits everybody. That will be your other gift. Um, all right. Before we let people go, Mel. Um, What's up? Uh, you, you, yeah, I hate free little libraries. <laughs> and Christmas, by the way. <laughs> Um, so Mel, just tell us really quick about your, this is uh, Mel's cat corner or ki- kitty corner. Kitty, <laughs> kitty corner is pretty corner. good. Mel's kitty corner. It sounds like a little like calico craft shop with like material and it a does. cat running around it, does. it. It's a great place to go scrapbooking. Yeah. You walked in today with a cat. I just, I want, I, I don't know anything about it. I think her with name a is, new one? you walked in today with a yeah. new cat. Yeah. Her name is Rosalie, but I've been calling her Rosie or Posy Rosie and I really want to change it to fruitcake. Okay. Why fruitcake? Because it's the holidays. It's not really a name what's, that's going to stick. What's the cat count at? It's not supposed to. Cat counts at nine. Um, and she's got, what's going on with her ears? Oh, that's just her breed. She's a special breed. Which is what? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. I've never seen it before. Maybe a she's got little... Scottish fold? No. Oh my God. You know you... <laughs> Yeah. Dorian, are you, t- are you going home with a cat? Or a something curl? So. <laughs> something, something curl? I don't know. We'd have to look it up. I think it's a Scottish fold. Oh, look it up. Um, what's the backstory of this cat? So she was because did this did this thing start like yesterday? Recently, so right. like during one of the bad storms, I don't know if I was out of town or right. or what. So one of the bad storms, she was brought into a shelter, and she was like brought in by who? I think animal control. I don't okay. know exactly. Okay. Um, and her kidneys were failing, and her liver count was bad, and you know they do do a blood workup because she wasn't doing well, and basically like she either isn't it, is it she not, used to leave or die kind of thing? Is it a kill shelter? I don't remember. I haven't talked to. Like, it's weird. Just tagged me on something. Isn't it kind of weird that they would bring a cat into a shelter and do blood work on it? Yeah, it is. Because um, don't they usually sometimes just say we have too many cats, we don't have time? Yeah, to do this? but strays t- strays typically get five days right. because that five days is for their owner to supposedly right. come find them. Got it. So on the fifth day, they're euthanized. Oh, okay. Are so they're trying to keep, that- they're trying to keep her away for away. Sorry, they're trying to keep her alive for five days something like that but okay. but once it gets to a certain point like to where it's going to cost them a lot of money or the it's extensive then they're like that's when the rescues step in they, they know what's going on because there's people that watch shelters for certain kind of cats especially a cat like that because it obviously um wasn't a feral cat it's obviously a fancy bred cat i picked that cat up and it immediately started to purr like within 30 seconds yeah, so I think it's somebody's cat, and so the rescue has taken it and you know took it to the hospital. It was in the hospital for a few days, and it still needed some help. And they thought it was going to be a lot of work, but it turns out it was just severely. Um, here, here it is. It's an American curl calico. She's a tortie, right? Tortie, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, same thing. Tortie is the same thing. So, um, right. so she was just hypothermic from being wet and in the rain. She probably isn't used to being outside. And now she's like fine. So it's, it was definitely someone's cat. But here's the takeaway yeah. for anyone listening that doesn't have their pet microchipped. Oh my gosh! It's just it's a it's like a capsule like the size of like a you know aspirin or whatever. Yeah. 
whatever comes in a capsule. I don't capsule. I don't think it's aspirin, but um, you just they inject that into their back, and then you can they scan it and they know all the information. They can call you when they find your your animal. So when people don't do that, I think it's crazy. Even if it's an indoor animal, it's almost more so you want to oh, do yeah. that. Oh yeah, because indoor animals are not going to survive outside for very long. Thank you very much to our guests today, the kings of pain, Adam and Rob. Make sure you catch that show. These guys are are amazing. Thank you very much to Steve. Uh, Dorian for making this podcast uh, sound fantastic and am I forgetting anybody? Santa? Uh, uh, anybody? Oh, yeah. Did you name the cat yet? <laughs> yeah, thanks to Rosalie and all of our cats. Oh, and then, and then Steve.